Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, you are listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to The Pet Psychic for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, which is Facebook dot com slash pet psychic radio and find today's post and under uh today's comment section you can post your animal's photo and your question and that way we can see it while we talk to you on the air call in at 917-889-2693 that's 917-889-2693 chat room's open i'm your producer and co-host i kusuhara hello hello there hello hello i'm leaving for japan tonight I know, that's so exciting. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm really excited. I'm sad I'm going to miss next week's show, but um, but I will report back with other animal findings while in Japan. I know. Are you going to take lots of pictures and show us the, um, the what is it, the cat, the cat, host, the cat cafe? Cafe? Yeah, the cat cafe. Yeah, definitely we'll be taking pictures, um, video. I'll be posting those, and uh, we could talk about that when I get back. Yeah, good. I also found, oh, I also found an owl cafe, which I don't know what that's all about, but apparently there's an owl there. Really? I kind of think that might be inhumane. Yeah, I don't know why they're in there. So, I don't know, maybe I'll go investigate. Yeah, find out their story. Investigate. I don't know if I like that because animals are nocturnal and they're so sensitive. I don't know how they would like being in a cafe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go find out, though, if I have time okay. for that. Oh, I'm definitely going to the cat cafe for sure. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah. had a little uh, episode. I had a take her to the vet today, mm-hmm. being my bunny, and yeah. she has, um, she, you know, she goes outside every every day. She's got free reign of the house, and then she goes outside, and, she, you know, but the last four days, she hasn't wanted to go outside, and she's, like, pooped and peed all over her litter box, and she's mm-hmm. telling me she doesn't feel well, and so I took her, and I flipped her over, and she had, like, what they look like blood, like they're dried all to her private. Mm. And it was, and she was all matted, and I had to put her under the sink and hose her off, and and it was like, oh, it looks so painful. So I took her to the vet, and she's feeling a little bit better. We cleaned her up down there, and they shaved her, and we're going to watch her to see if she has a urinary tract infection. Oh, is that what they think it is? No, they actually thought that, like, her scent glands got clogged. And mm-hmm. I had cleaned them out when I put her under the whole, the sink. Mm. But he thinks that it was more her scent glands. And she, is she feeling thing. better? Yeah, she's feeling better. She felt better after I cleaned her. 
But, like, I think what's, like, important for people to know is, and this is, like, a big thing with, like, the pooping and peeing outside the litter box, is, like, even for someone like me, you know, like, like she didn't just say, hey, mom, like, I'm hurting or whatever until, like, I asked her. But but the um, the main thing is, like, sometimes when they're pooping and peeing outside the litter box, it's like they're trying to tell you something. They're trying to tell you that something is wrong. Like, it might not actually be, like, they have a urinary tract infection or that they have a pooping problem, but it might be, like, hey, something is wrong and I need your attention, and so I'm doing this so I can get your attention. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. even Dean did that I'm like, Dean, why didn't you just say? Because I pet her every day. Like, I'm hurting, you know? Right. And sometimes it's just not their first instinct. Their first instinct is to do something else. So Mm -hmm. she's like, I don't know why I didn't tell you. But I'm like, ow. This, like, would seriously hurt. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, ow, when I was cleaning her. Poor little baby. So if... People are having issues with animals like cats or bunnies or whatever, peeing outside or pooping outside the litter box. A lot of the time, I mean, almost most of the time we've noticed when we get calls, they're usually about something else. Yeah, right. I mean, it yeah. can be like a urinary tract infection, but it can be like, hey, like people get so mad and they're like, oh, you know, my animal is so upset at me and you're being defiant or being stubborn or, you know. But really, they're just saying, hey, like, I'm hurting. Like, pay attention. Please help me. And that's how they know how to do it. Yeah, I feel like we always go, like, I definitely, before I was aware and learned so much from you, like, I used to think it was a defiance thing. Oh, our animals are pooping in the house because they're being defiant. They're mad at us because we left or something like that. Right. And they're not, necessarily. And, like, the other thing is, I think, important for people to know is in instinctually, they pee in order to make themselves feel safe because they have then their scent around. So if, like, an animal is peeing with all of a sudden lifting their leg or something, you know, that also could be instinctually to make themselves feel safe, not to, like, mark the home for you or for another animal in the house. It could just be, like, if I have my scent here, then I feel safe. Right. Makes sense. Now we know. I'm sure we'll get, we might get more of these calls um, today. So shall we take some phone calls? Yes, I do. You know, I'm having a little bit of problems with Facebook. It's not letting me look at the comments. So oh, really? I'm, I'm probably going to, yeah, is it letting you? Uh, let me bring it up and double check. So I might be asking all of you for what your animal looks like, and I might yes. not be working off the pictures. I'm I'm seeing them. Oh, no, here, I, I, I got it, actually. It's refreshed for me. Okay, good, good. Okay, okay. I'm good. Okay, we're good. So uh, we're going to take some calls. Uh, just a note to our audience, uh, we do take as many calls as we can every show. I know I see there's a lot of calls already in the queue. Um, so just please be patient with us. Um, if you don't get to be on the air today, um, you can always submit your question in the chat room. We do try to get um, to one chat room or email question um, a week. And um, we usually pick them at random. So if you don't get on this week, maybe you can try to email or or go in the chat room and ask the question, and we might be able to pick you there. Um, but try to call back next week if you don't get on this week. Uh, our first caller, let's see here, we're going with Rebecca, with uh, Micah uh, Pekin. Is, is it uh, Micah or Miko? 
Miko. Oh, Miko. Miko the Pekingese. Yes. And and He's what would you like to ask? Um, I had to uh, make a hard decision um, in July to give them to somebody temporarily because I have a chronic autoimmune illness and I wasn't able to walk him as much. And she agreed to bring him back if it was too hard for me emotionally. And she got him and is refusing to bring him back. I have to take it to court. And it's just been really traumatic for me. And um, I, I just want to know if he wants to come home or if he's happy where he is. I just want what's best for him. Oh, that's hard. That happens a lot. You know, I get that he calls a lot, actually. Um, and that actually happened with Bean, but I was lucky we, I was able to get her back. So I can't imagine what it would be like if I wasn't able to. So that's tough. Um, yeah. Okay, let's get Miko and see how Miko is doing. Is Miko a female or a male? He's a boy. He's a boy. Okay, let's get Miko. Hold on. He says that he feels you talking to him all the time. He says you don't really need to worry about him. I'm so spoiled. They're always making sure I have the best haircut. Yeah, they <laughs> did. And they're feeding. Well, he's saying this about his new home, too. He's saying that they feed him food out of their hands. Okay. He says, I'm okay where I am. He says that he's really bummed that, that they're not letting him see you. Right, right. But they love me a lot. They're taking good care of me. They, he said they're always making sure that his eyes are clear and clean. Yeah, yeah. They really spoil me. So I think one of the reasons why they're taking you to, or that they don't want to bring him back is because they fell in love with him. Right. But what does he want? Does he want to come home? I'll let it go if he wants to stay there. Do you want, what do you want, Nico? Do you want? He said that he would like to stay where he is if he had visitation with you. He feels like you don't, like he feels like um, he was a little bit hard for you to like, like like it was trouble for you to take care of him. And he's like right. where he is, he gets just as good as care. And it's not really trouble for them. They really love it. So he loves being with he he likes where he where he is. He likes being there. He just feels bad for you that you don't get to see him. Yeah, they've made of absolute no visitation. Like they cut me cold turkey. I... He says, "Mom, it's okay. I really am okay here." He says, if you need to be okay with it, it will be all right. 
He said, ask them to send you photos of me. And he says, we could talk in our minds and hearts together. Because I'm still connected to you. So know that when you sit and you talk to him, that he's getting it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Aww. I'm so sorry about your situation. So he wants to stay there? He's okay where he is, yeah. He yeah. Can okay. It feels like it's the best thing for everybody. Okay. That's a relief, really, because, you know, I had it, I've had it where they don't want to stay and they feel stuck. So that's nice that he likes it there. And it's not yeah, that he, he has, has He just feels uh-huh. loved where he is, you know, and he feels like it's a good thing for them to have him. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for calling, Rebecca. And, yeah. you know, our thoughts are with you. I know that's really, I can't imagine that, that what you're going through. That's really hard. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, well, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, give Bye. us a call back Bye. if you want an update. We want an update if she, you know, if anything changes with that situation. So, uh, okay. Well, our next call is Patty calling about Yogi the Pomeranian who passed away um, earlier in August. Um, does uh, she wants to know if um, Yogi thinks that Patty uh, gave up on him? So. You can see the picture, actually. It's on PetPsychicRadio.com slash, um, I mean, Facebook.com slash PetPsychicRadio. It's not under today's post, but it's under, well, it is a today's post. It's under Honey's picture, actually. Okay, so let's find out um, from Patty. So how did um, Yogi pass away? Uh, well, he started developing syncopate episodes in uh, earlier in July, and um, knowing that I was taking him to the vet for the last year for a cough, and when I took him to the specialist, they told me that they weren't treating him, so he had been suffering heart disease, which I was not aware of until I took him. They told me I had to get an MRI done on him, which I did, and it came back good. So they weren't treating him. They weren't weren't treating him with what he was... um, so I'm just, uh, he's my baby. I have, I've been depressed. I take medications to not cry and a whole lot of other things. So what happened? So he just, did he pass away suddenly then? Yes, it was, his heart condition was so bad. It started in July. His heart condition was so poor that we couldn't catheterize it no more. Uh, and the specialist out in Colorado. And so because his vet was not uh, giving him the proper medication that he needed for the last year that he started developing a cough, she was diagnosing him with a collapsed trachea. Oh. Totally something different. We had MRIs done. We had ultrasounds. We had x-rays done. And she never caught on to his heart disease for a year and a half. Oh. Oh. And so did did your new vet think that that could be... um, that it could have been going along around, it could have been going on the whole time, or do they think that it's yes. something that could have happened quickly? No, he thinks that uh, when he started developing the cough, and I was concerned about that for several times, uh, he mm. thinks that that's where if they would have treated him, that it uh, wouldn't have progressed as rapidly. Mm. 
Okay, so let's talk to him. And so, but one of the things is, is like, like it's interesting when people say to me, like, does my animal think like I gave up on them? But you are searching for answers, and that's really the important thing for you to hold on to because you were sort of bringing him in whenever the he was having these symptoms, and you were trying to figure it out. And the animals right. know that. And there are a lot of people out there that don't bring their animals in when they see these symptoms and then they feel guilty, you know, but you were seeing symptoms and you were trying to figure it out. So I think that's right. important he for said, you to know. He started, um, he started uh, passing out and then uh, he had started Aww. having, you know, little episodes and they would last yeah. very shortly. So that's when we started going with uh, uh, a cardiologist, a specialist for dogs, and yeah. uh, he told me, yeah, that it progressed in that year. So I want to know if he was in pain for that time. But then okay. also when he passed away, uh, he was under my bed, and when I got over to the vet, they asked me if I wanted to do CPR on him. But I had seen him a week before so ill and so weak that I decided that with all my heart I had to let him go. Yeah, well, I, let's talk. I, let me talk. Let's get him, because that's where the healing is. Hold on. Let's get him. I want to tell my mom and I'm an angel. He says that he feels like it was important for you to have all that time together. He said that it taught, taught him that you were going to fight for him. I didn't feel like she didn't fight for me. I felt like she was fighting for me. He said it was confusing because it did feel like his trachea was collapsing, meaning like he sort of had that sensation too. And I just had problems breathing. And I just didn't know what was wrong with me. But during that whole time, my mom just loved me. She held me close, and she'd pet and kiss my head, and she'd kiss my face, and she would lie with me and talk to me, and I just always felt so close to her. And I just want her to know I did have some pain, but now I don't have any. And she made the right decision to let me go. Okay. And now I'm in heaven with a grandma figure, and she's holding me like my mom used to. She holds me like a baby. And I feel her, like meaning that she feels you in the woman. Okay. But he's not with and my brother, or? I don't know. I can ask him. He says that he's seen your brother, but your brother's doing a lot of running, and he can't always keep up with him. Do you know what that means? No. Did your brother used to run? No, he did not. Did, did your brother have a problem with his legs or something? I wonder why your brother's running. He had uh, back surgery. Oh, so um, 
So maybe what he's trying to say is like, because what happens is when when the people come in also, um, they're trying to t- give you a message. So they're trying to say a lot in a little. So if your brother was like immobilized because he had like a back problem, your brother is trying to say to you through Yogi, hey, don't worry, like I'm really active in heaven. I'm like running. Or like I'm doing a lot and I've, my body has a lot of movement here. I mean, I know they don't really actually have their body in heaven, but sometimes it's like that form there. Right, so, right, yeah. So that's what he's trying to tell you through Yogi. Okay, you see, because I was so confused because my goddaughter had passed away a week before Yogi, and my daughter was 10, and Yogi and my goddaughter had this connection, and I thought maybe she took him with her oh, a week later. Oh, I actually saw a grandma figure holding okay. him like a baby. Do you know mm-hmm. who grand, what grandma that would be? Because my grandma, what, my grandma loved pets. So it was your my grandma, grandma. So, so remember how I said that there's a lot and a little, and so mm-hmm. maybe there's like this, this. They're trying to say, you know, and I'm really trying to keep it focused, like on Yogi, because it's a, it's mm-hmm. a, um, yes, yes. It's a pet session, right? And so, right. but maybe what your grandma is also trying to say is like, I'm holding the babies here, because you know I saw Yogi holding the baby, so. Your goddaughter is probably with the grandma, too, or, you know, I mean, it's possible. Um, I don't see the granddaughter with Yogi, but it doesn't mean that that, that she's not. Um, everything just has to come through me, and so the, the strongest one comes through me the, the first, and so the grandma figure is who came through me first. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. So is he happy? Because yes. I sure miss him a lot. I miss him I so much. I know. I miss him so much. Mom, just... you don't need to miss me or any of us. Because I feel full of love. And he says he walks all over you while you're sleeping. So he's like walking on top of you while you're sleeping. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's, he's happy. happy. And you can know that he's with your family. And so when they cross over, and this is for everybody out there who's lost a, a pet, when they cross over, like if you use somebody like me and they, they tell you that they their your animal is with a certain person on the other side, like I was saying, that person was just the strongest person that came through. But it doesn't mean that they're not with all those other people. And, um, you know, it's just that, like I was saying, that, that that was the strongest one. And the animals go to all our loved ones if we want them to. So if they've passed away recently, sometimes it can take them a while to see all their loved ones on all our loved ones on the other side. So it's not every every being is different when they cross over. Some will see lots of other beings and some will take time to sort of get used to their surroundings and then slowly they'll see other beings. And so like with him like saying to you about your brother, your brother's always running, it's like maybe your brother is really busy in heaven and he can stop by and see Yogi, but then he's off doing other things and that's a message about your brother is you know, he's happy and he's he's like he's he's um in a good good space, a good energetic space. 
Okay. Yeah, okay. My, my my concern was Yogi. And yeah. so I just... Good. Just with time, good. I guess, because I still, you know... But thank you so much. I appreciate it, and... Aw, you take thank care. Thank you, Patty. Thank you, Patty. I know that's a, that's a common question we get, and it's I think it's just so hard when you lose your animal. I mean, she just, I mean, it's August, I think. It was just last month that she lost Yogi, yeah? Yeah, so soon. I know, and then we, like, blame ourselves, and she was doing everything, you know? Yeah, she doesn't need to. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Our next caller is... About uh, what she said about, like, could he have gone for her goddaughter, and it's possible. You know, I didn't necessarily pick that uh, up, but it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Yeah, right. It's just, I mean, you're just a translator. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to do it so fast that, you know, there's all this psychic space, and they're trying to say so much, and then I pick what, mm-hmm. what I hear, you know, or somebody yeah. else might pick something else out of that. Right, right. Yeah. Our next caller is Carissa with Juju, who's been very aggressive lately. Is it's lately, right, Carissa, or is it always been? No, no, it hasn't always been um, mm-hmm. like this at all. Where I mean, he's viciously, viciously attacking me, like going in for the kill, not play aggressive or anything like that. And has anything so, changed in the environment or anything in your life personally around this time? Um, I can only guess as to exactly why. It's happened three times, and mm-hmm. um, he lets out this war cry and then just bites and scratches. And, um, I mean, it's I had to go to the emergency room and get a tetanus shot and... Uh, and, and is, I, he, I, is he young? He looks young in his picture. Is he young? That picture is the very first picture I ever saw of him. Um, when my when he walked into my sister's house, so he's about a year older now than that. So he is still young. He's only a little bit, probably about two years old. Okay. Um, but but that picture is the the first day. That my my sister took that picture of him. Oh, he's cute. Um, okay, and so he's attacking you viciously, and that's just like at any time. You're not necessarily stroking him. No, no. This is. Um, I mean, I have been the very first time. Um, I was trying to get him a friend cat because mm-hmm. I thought he was lonely. Um. I'm pretty sure the very first time was because he smelled that other cat on me, but I, I don't know. Then mm. the second, I mean, I've been separated from him, and it's been really stressful. But um, the, you know, the last one, he just, he actually got through the door, came up, and screamed and jumped on me. So, what do you mean you've been separated from him and that's been stressful? Do you mean just because of this incident or do you mean that you've had to, like, move away from him? No, I'm in the same house, but we okay. are not in the same room together ever. Because he's attacking you. And is he only – so are there other people that live in the house and he's not attacking them? Yes. Yes. 
Ben and I but, live together, and he's not attacked. He hasn't hasn't talk, uh, attacked Ben at all. So um, mm-hmm. I'm completely separated from him. And now, since the third attack, there's always two doors between us. Oh my God! How scary to have to live with like that. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's been recent, so um, it's been. But I mean, you know, there. Mm-hmm. What Let's other options it. do we have? Because, um, you know, the shelter will put them down. And yeah. if I go into the emergency room again, animal control will take him. I mean, they were going to take him the first time, but it happened around 4th of July. So because it was a holiday weekend, they never oh. came and got him. Oh, my God. And so can Ben pet him and everything? Yeah. All right. Hold on, let me ask him what is. And going I mean, on. I used to play with him all the time, and he would talk to me, and he'd follow me around from room to room, you okay, know. And I get... worked at home. Yeah, let me get him. Hold on, we gotta figure this out. Hold on, Juju, what is going on? Why are you attacking your mom? What do you mean? He says that he feels like you hurt him, and every time he sees you, he gets a sharp pain in in his eye, and his eyes, and his eyes are twitching. But maybe that's like an anger, honey. But why are you so angry at her? What else is going on? Because you can't just go like attack her like that. Her smell worries me. And when she looks at me, she looks at me mad. Well, she's actually looking at you scared. So her eyes might turn big when she sees you because she's watching to see what you're going to do. Because she's scared of you. It's really, really bad. This is very, very naughty behavior. It's not okay. Okay, you need to find another way to talk about what's going on with you. You need to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and stretch. Because do you still want to live there? Because you're going to have to go live somewhere else maybe. Or maybe maybe someone would come in and make you go to heaven. He says that he feels like you're angry at everybody. And he feels like you're hurting others' feelings. Now, do you feel like that's true? Are you angry just in general? I mean, this is like not appropriate behavior. He's like not allowed to do this. But but. Is there some truth in that or no? You sound like so calm. Um, no, I mean, I have been angry. I have been, I have been angry. It is, that is true that I have been angry. at just kind of the world in, in general. Oh. Okay, so Juju, one of the things that you have to pay attention to and you really have to understand is that sometimes people go through issues and it's your, it's animals, animals have to separate from that. So when she gets angry, you have to separate from that and do your own thing. And then you could be her companion. You could lick and yawn and blink your eyes and stretch and help mom find more peace. She needs to go hug a tree. <laughs> he does? Or I do. You do. He says you do. (laughs) 
He says, he thinks you need to figure it out because it's upsetting. So interesting, though, that you'd see more of this type of behavior in someone who's been with you for a longer time, like like eight and older, I would think. But, like, it's so young to be doing it at two, you know, to be so attached to your emotional state. Um, do you do any, I want you to see if you can help your mom find more peace, and by that, by showing her what peace is. If you can show her you being peaceful, maybe your mom can help find some more peace within herself. He says he thinks you need to go to the exercise doctor and also the blood doctor. Because that has been one thing that's, you know, you say I'm angry and upset and I've been bedridden this this year quite a lot and have a lot of back issues and stuff I'm dealing with. So I think, like, actually, um, I've been told not to exercise at all. But, I mean, I do need, you know, I mean, it's just, it's really wearing on my psyche. Mm. And the blood doctor is interesting. Do you... Do you, have you had your blood tested recently? Have you had blood yeah, I, yeah, I did. I mean, I I got insurance and I went and I got you know the blood a regular blood panel. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what. I wonder if you should. Where are you located? In Kansas. Oh. Um, I wonder, maybe you should find, like, a Chinese herbalist or find somebody who would look at your blood differently. Because maybe he's, I don't know, it's like sometimes, like, you know how I said it's, like, unusual, like, an animal like this. Like, usually they're, like, older animals and they're trying to, like, teach you something. But, like, maybe he's, like, a, like some type of messenger for you. And maybe he's trying to get you to sort of, look outside the box and get help in another way. So maybe, I don't know, it's just a suggestion to maybe get like a more natural doctor to look at your blood work and see if they see anything going on with it. And um, let me ask him what else. What else do you think mom could do for herself, Juju? Okay, like why can you... I know you said exercise and hug a tree, but like mom's not supposed to do any exercise. So what do you, what kind of exercise do you think mom should do? It sounds like to me, he's saying like maybe go out, like if you could maybe walk or do something outdoors or even just go outside and, you know, relax or meditate or something. Yeah. Yeah. And stretch and stuff too. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, he's asking you to do more self-care. Yeah. And maybe he's, like, exhibiting the aggression you have towards yourself. You know, like, he's he's mirroring that. Like, the anger yeah. you have towards yourself, you know? I mean, I definitely know that I have to work on myself and I have to do some stuff, but... Um, like I, this 
it's, it's kind of strange because it's kind of set me back from going out and doing stuff, actually. <laughs> like, it's had the negative effect of of me being able to go outside. Yeah. Um, is he happy here? I mean, does he want to, like, live somewhere else? Would he want to not live with me? I want to live with my mom, but I want her to be better. I want her to fight harder for herself. And I want her to stop blaming others. She needs to look inside more. And she needs to wake up about it. Because this is her life. And I might be her messenger. I'm sorry that I'm hurting her. But that's as much as she's hurting herself. Wow. So I want you to like back off a little bit here, buddy. Okay? It's like way too much. I don't think it's ever appropriate. I hear your message, but I don't think it's ever appropriate to go after anybody like that. Okay? You need to be We're really scared about animal control taking him. I mean we do not we love him very much, you know? That would just break our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Juju you you know what, Juju, you need to do is that you need to mirror that positive. You know what we always say, right, Laura? Like, what can we do? Yeah. You hear that, Juju? You need to mirror the positive, right? You meditate, you blink, look away, right? You walk calmly. And so you help mom connect with that part of herself, okay? She hears that message loud and clear. I'm wondering if you should put him, like, on, if you should have, um, what's, what's your, your significant other? Is that what you said, Bill? Ben. Will? Ben? ben? If you ask Ben to, like, teach him to be on a harness, and I put him on a harness, and I would do what he says, like, do some real self-care and, like, meditate and maybe find somebody to talk to you about this and, you know, maybe check some your blood work and, See, and don't let him free. Like, if you're scared to go outside because the cat's outside, the cat's got to go in another room so you can go outside. Well, we do, we were taking him for walks, actually. Um, Good. So, Chris, I got to get to my next one. I got to, I got to take some more calls. Yes, thank you so much. Do some of those things and let us know how he does and if he gets any better. Thank you. Yeah, and also, yeah, like, you know, I think um, if Juju can show that positive stuff and maybe give us a call back and let us know if um, we got through to him, maybe he can right, Juju. be more positive. You, Mom heard you, so now you got to be the positive. Okay, right. and take care of yourself, Carissa. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Yeah. We got to be positive. I mean, I'm glad that he's trying to get, like, wake wake up, you know, something in his mom. But at the same time, it's, like, not appropriate. And he needs to be mirroring the positive and showing her, like, you know, be more compassionate and say, like, hey, 
you know? Do you, you hear that, Juju? Be love. more compassionate. Never, ever, ever swipe your mom or bite your mom. Never, ever, ever. Always be sweet. Always be Especially nice. Especially if she's having out. a hard time, you know? Yeah. You got to be her friend and help her out of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, let's get to, let's see, we have, okay, here we go. We have Gray the Cat. He's on Facebook. I do see him in the bathroom there. Um, super skittish and had crystals in urine, but they fixed that. And is he? Uh, but he's going to the front of the litter box and peeing outside. Why? Oh, I knew we were going to get this call. I knew we were going to get this call. Common. Okay, Katerina, we're going to figure out what's happening. Let's talk to Gray. So tell us... Um, Right in front of the, so he got his urinary thing taken care of, and now he's peeing right in front of the box. No, what happened is he, um, you know, when he had the crystals, he was peeing all over the house, and it took me a while to understand what was going on, and I figured it out. He went to the vet. Now he's on the path to recovery with special food and everything. He's not peeing around the house anymore. He is going into the litter box, but the problem is that my litter box, I have three cats, and he's just one of three Um it's big and tall. It kind of looks like almost like a big terracotta uh, planter, and then there's a cutout in the middle, and they walk into it. But he goes in and, like, barely steps in, and he's peeing, like, right on the edge. So he's getting it, like, he's trying to go in the litter box, but he's just barely in, and so he's going in, and he's spraying most of his pee out of the box. So I just want to make sure, and now I've, tur- I've taken the top off of it and put that away, and I've turned it so that the wall, the high wall, is um, so the opening they have to kind of go around behind my toilet so they can come in and out. Um, so the wall is kind of protecting the pee not going all over the floor. So that's working, but this is temporary. And so I see that he's now, he's peeing on, mostly on the wall of the um of the litter box, so really what I would love for him to do is just to try to see if he can keep his butt down. I think he's just putting his butt up in the air, and the problem is he's so skittish with me, and he's always been this way. He's really sweet, and he's so sweet with his sisters. I mean, he's very gentle, but he's very nervous personality. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful soul, and I didn't know what kind he was because I... I found them on the street as babies, and they were little kittens, and I tried my best to get them adopted out. I wasn't, you know, I, I was in a period in my life that I was decided I'm not going to have animals because I already had two, and they passed away, and I was just giving a break for a while. But I tried to get them adopted, and no one, you know, it just wasn't, it was meant to be that they were meant to be with me. Yeah. And, um, I know, and I know now. It was like a soul contract. Like, they're, they're my babies, and they're meant to be, but... He's always been, like, he's really gentle and great with them. But he, every time he's in, if I walk into the room, like, he just runs away and looks really nervous and scared. And, mm. and um, you know, and I let them, like, explore and do all kinds of things. And I always, like, they always want to explore and go in the closet. And I always, you know, I can hear, like, I don't hear, I'm very communicative with them in the sense that I always am very aware of what they want and what they need and, I'm very attentive to them, and I'll, if I see them looking at something, I'll open it, and I like for them to explore, and he's so nervous, like, the girls will be looking, and he'll come, but 
But he then runs away like he's doing something wrong. And I was okay, so let's, like, let's get him and see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, let's well, see what's going on because I don't want him to be so nervous with me, and I really want him to pee in the box the proper way. In the box. Right. You've got to go farther in the box and keep his butt yeah, down. Yeah, farther in and keep his butt down. <laughs> okay. Ray, honey, are you listening to that? Are you listening to your mom talk? And she's so glad that we're getting this your urinary infection fixed, right? Are you feeling better? That must have been hard for you when you were peeing all over the house. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I do feel better. I still have some stinging. And that's why I don't put my butt all the way down. I don't like my stomach to touch the litter when I pee. You know what you need to do, though, honey? You need to go more into the litter box, though, because you're spraying it out. And so mom's got to clean it up outside the litter box. So could you, do you think you could walk in the litter box more, maybe walk in and then turn around and then pee? That would be really, really helpful. I think I can do that. He says one of the reasons why he's scared is because he sees wrong. He only sees partially in one eye. Really? Yes, I think it's his right eye. I just see partially. So if there's a lot of movement from that eye, I get confused. Okay, so one of the things that you can do, Gray, is know that you're really, really that you're safe, right? And you can do your licking and your yawning and your blinking of your eyes. And before you take off. You could kind of maybe turn your head and look at the situation with your good eye. And then maybe that will help you see that there's nothing to be scared of and that you can be brave. I feel like I'm a lot braver than I used to be. And I really love my mom. He says, does he know how much I love him? He says when, he's, when you're sitting and lying down, that's when he loves you the most. You know, he lets me, like when he doesn't run away, like when I actually, when he lets me pet him, because I'll go and try to pet him if he's laying down, and at first he freezes a little bit and seems to get tense, but then when I'm doing it, he like needs his paws, and he gets, you know, he relaxes into it, and he lets me, you know, but I can tell he loves it, but... You know, and so, I always I always talk to him and I tell him I love you, you're my beautiful boy. I'm always mm, talking to him. So one one of the important things of course is we probably know already to move slowly with him. But with him I wouldn't bend with your torso down over him because if he doesn't see that well, that's going to be hard for him for you to bend with your torso. So bend with your knees, not with your torso when you pat him. Okay. Yeah, like give him Space so that, like, think about his sight and give him space so that he can he can focus on you better. Okay. And the so other is, thing that he wants to tell you, oh. that he likes slimy meat. I love that slimy meat. Do you know what that is? That he loves what? He likes slimy meat. Do you know what that Slime. is? Slimy meat, no. I always think of slimy meat as like ham, cold cuts, or maybe some type of cat food that's like in a gravy. Oh, okay. 
Well, he was on a special um, food from the vet. I have to get it back because um, we're out of it right now for the crystals. So he's still having some burning. Oh, so maybe that's the slimy meat, that's the pet food from the vet? Maybe. maybe. Oh. Maybe. Um, it still Should burns him a back? little bit. It still burns him. Okay. So it still burns maybe. him a little bit. So usually urinary tract infections are caused by food that they're eating. So you want to make sure that he's not on, like, fancy feast, um, Oh, no, they get, no, 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 they get really high grade um, and grain free and everything. Good. Top of the, you know what you can do? They're on really good. And they have walnut litter, like natural, no chemicals. Oh, good. You can add some cranberry to his diet to help with that, like cranberry capsules and just pour it into his food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was putting a little bit of apple cider vinegar into it, too. Oh. That was helping. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, just one more quick thing, because he does, um, a lot of times he'll make a noise. Like, the others, the girls, I know what they what they mean, what they're doing when they talk, but he makes this noise sometimes, and he'll just come in and make a noise. And I don't I don't really understand with him what it is. I try. I don't know if it's boredom and he wants to play he or... He says different or, things. Sometimes I'm saying there's a mouse in the wall. Sometimes I'm saying maybe we should have some tunnels we could go into. And sometimes I'm saying if I lie down, you can pet me. Sometimes I'm saying I'm hungry. Sometimes I'm saying my pee-pee hurts. And sometimes I'm just saying hi. I say all sorts of things. I know my mom loves me. I play a game with him. I throw his um, dry food and he ch- and he chases it. And I do that oh. with him. So he loves to go kind of bury it and chase and find it. So oh, I do that with good. him. Does you know he what? like that? Yeah. So one I of the things I would also think about is like is taking him to a chiropractor because sometimes the urinary is in the neck, and also if he's out in the neck, it could make him more nervous. So you should you should maybe think about that also. Okay, I'll try. It's really impossible to get him into the bag because he's so nervous and scared. Oh. It, takes, it takes me and a friend like an hour to chase him oh. around the house just to get him oh. in the bag. It's okay. such a nightmare. So I'll try. I'll definitely try. Yeah. All right, Katerina. Well, um, right, keep us so posted, much. yeah, and let us know if um, things change after this talk and doing some of those things. Yeah. All righty. Let's go to our next caller, who is Julie with Maya, um, the Tabby Calico on Facebook, um, is, is having seizures and has progressed in the past two weeks, and the vets can't diagnose. Um, so before we go to that, we just want to mention that Laura is not a medical intuitive, right? We can just That's say right. what, what the cat is feeling. So let me mm. get them. Uh, so, so Julie, tell us a little bit about, um, is it Maya or Mia? It's Maya. Oh, Maya. Okay, so um, yeah, tell us about Maya... 
She doesn't feel well in her body, and she gets stomach aches, too. Okay. She says it's hard for her because she feels it coming on, and then she gets scared. Do you know what's causing it? Me or her? Uh, no, I don't her. know. Okay. Oh, she said she thinks fear is causing it, but I think that's just her fear about the seizures. She says now she's nervous all the time. She's going to have another one. She says it helps her when you pet her. Mm. That helps me a lot. She says she's sorry that it bothers you. Okay. I just want to help her. It helps me when you stroke me a lot. Do you think it's something that you're eating? or? No, I don't think so. She says she gets a strong smell that comes on beforehand. And that's usually true. They do sometimes smell like a sulfur smell or have like a sulfur taste in their mouth. Uh-huh. She says, just tell my mom I like it when she takes care of me. God, I wonder. And so it, did it just come on suddenly? Um, somewhat suddenly. The, the, the first sign of it was it always happens after the, her using the cat box. And uh, she is able to to go pee every time, but then it started with just yowling, really loud yowling, and then, and then 
and it didn't happen every time. And then it got that got a couple more times, and then she came out yelling and then itching her whole body all over. And then, oh. and then, uh, and then the foaming of the mouth was added to that. And then this morning was the worst one, and, and it went on for quite a long time. And, the, and while she was in the box. And, oh my you know, god! Yeah, I, I think her up that and, going to have to pee is a symptom of it coming on. So I don't think uh, the peeing is like starting it. I think that's like uh, when she feels it coming on, she has to pee. Okay. So um. Yeah, I would see you to get her adjusted, Julie, and see if that helped her. And then also that canapet, they claim to make seizures go away. What and is that, Laura? It's, it's like cannabis for cats but and dogs, okay, uh-huh. but there's, there's no um, THC in it, so it doesn't get them high. Uh-huh. And it's canapet.com. But if you even Google um, mm-hmm. cannabis for pets, you, it will come up. But they claim to help seizures. And it's vet approved. Okay. And it's vet approved, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, try some of those things and uh, give us a call back. I hope uh, Mia gets better. Do that. Um, thank, thank you. I'm sorry, Laura. What was that last part? Oh, well, I'm just so sorry you're going through that. It's oh, so hard. Thanks. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, it. Sure. Keep us posted. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. Oh, that's crazy. I, that's so weird that the seizures just happen like that. Uh, okay, well, we got to get a real quick words of wisdom from Storm King since he's awake, I heard. Stormy got excited to hear Julie. They were like, oh, God, it's like years. It's years. Oh. He says, old friends are still special in your heart, even if you don't see them for a long time. That's true. Very true. And it's never too late to reconnect. Mm-hmm. You hear that, everyone? Reconnect with loved ones. Never too late. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So if you didn't get on the air today, don't worry. Call us again next week. Um, like I said, we try to take as many as we can in the short time that we have. So um, call us back next week. Tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Uh, until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can also like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Radio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at The Pet Psychic. And we'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.